language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Oh, is that not true or what? It does not matter who the host is. That is for sure. Today is Tuesday, May the 17th of 2022, day 137th of the year and only 228 days left to go yeah 228 days left to go that's all it is all that's left and all that kind of fun stuff anyways we are broadcasting live from the safety fm studios in orlando florida uh and coming across the multiverse known as safety fm so anyways how are you i hope everything is good and grand inside of your neck of the woods that is for sure. Um, so hopefully a lot of good stuff happened in the overnight for you. Um, if not, let's see what we can do better today uh, to make it all fantastic uh, for you. Anyway, so as we are broadcasting across the multiverse known as Safety FM, we are also hanging out with our friends and colleagues at that other place that we do stuff with. Radio Big. Streaming 24-7 at FM. So there you go, hanging out with our friends at Radio Big. So let's start talking right away with some of the things that were going on inside of the multiverse, not the multiplex, but the multiverse. So here we go, taking it from the very top. Let's talk about what was trending. Yes, let's talk about what was trending. Hashtag Lunar Eclipse was trending early Monday as Twitter users, um, well, reacted to the shared photos of the blood moon so there you go uh what else what else what else did we see around there as we um we were hanging in bangy fachi landed on, on twitter top 10 after the top doc uh said that he will leave the white house if donald trump wins in 2024 uh deb heard trial was trending um as the defamation trial resumed on monday after a week off Amber, um, hashtag Amber Heard is a liar, and uh, Justice for Johnny were also trending. Clearly, social media has big sides. And Wakesha, uh, right? Wakesha is that what I think it says? Uh, was trending under social media users noted uh, the fact that Joe Biden never um, visited Wisconsin City. Um, a criminal drove through um, a holiday parade, killing six, and yet uh, made quick plans to visit Buffalo following the weekend's massacre. So that's all the stuff that was trending in the overnight of stuff that was going on. So what do you think as we are talking? Uh, so let's get into it right away. It is Tuesday, so you know that I love my music. It is one of my first loves, uh, that is for sure. So we talk about it quite often here about what is going on inside of the world of music. So let's go ahead and go from the top to the bottom, bottom to the top. Um, according to um, iTunes and Spotify, here's what we got at the number five spot. According to Spotify, was Camila Cabello and Ed Sheeran with Bam Bam. At number four was uh, Jack Harlow with First Class. At number three was Harry Styles as As It Was. At number two was Lizzo 
um, with about dad time. And according to the number one spot, according to what Spotify had to say, it was this. It was Kendrick Lamar with N95. So there you go. Um, And if you're taking a look at the other side of the equation and take a look at what the world of iTunes had to say, iTunes put it to you in this fashion. Um, At number five was Morgan Wallen with um, Thought You Should Know. At number four was Harry Styles as As It Was. At number three was Jark Harlow with First Class. At number two was Lizzo with About Damn Time. But their number one spot looks much different, according to iTunes. The number one song is You Proof. Yeah, You Proof. And that's by Morgan Wallen. So there you go. A mixture of music for you on this lovely Tuesday. For us to talk about. So if you're kind of new to how this whole um, format works, let's talk about this just um, for a brief second. And, you know, some of the people that listen quite often go, uh, yeah, repeat that all the time. I know, I know, I know. So if you want to interact with the show, it's a pretty simple process. All you have to do is go to callinradio.com. That's callinradio.com. That will get you moving and grooving across the multiverse of stuff that we have available for you to be able to interact. That's number one. And then number two, uh, what we do is we talk a little bit about safety in the news, news and safety, and do it in all that kind of um, that kind of format. So it's a pretty simple process, and I bring it to professional broadcasters. They tell you what's going on inside of the world of the news. Then I come in and tell you what I'm thinking about what they're saying, and then we kind of do it all together. So at some point, you jump in, jump out. We kind of read some of the screens together, sometimes, not all the time, and then we kind of go from there. And then that kind of gives us our time together, and we proceed with Life Goes On. Kind of a simple process. You like it? I, I, I can't make it any simpler, I don't think. I think that's about the simplest process that we were able um, to come up with as we were uh, designing. Yes, I am going to use the word designing on how this uh, how this thing would look, sound, and feel. So with that being said, I think it's time for us to move forward to speaking to the pro broadcasters and let them tell you what is going on inside of the world of the news. Here is the news on the Rising Bar Safety Show. NBC News Radio. I'm Michael Kastner. The President and First Lady Jill Biden will visit Buffalo today after Saturday's deadly mass shooting in a supermarket. Eight-year-old London Thomas hid from the shooter. We all ran to the back, like at the place where the milk freezes at. And then he was shooting at the milk, and then the milk was like linking through the middle, but the um, bullet did not go through the middle. And then my dad was just trying to hide me. Ten people were killed. Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre at the White House said the Bidens hoped to comfort families of the victims. She argued that the U.S. must reject hate-filled domestic terrorism. Jean-Pierre also labeled it a racially motivated hate crime. The accused shooter has been charged with first-degree murder and other charges are expected. A suspect in California's mass shooting is due in court today. He's facing a number of charges for allegedly opening fire inside an Orange County church on Sunday, killing one person and wounding five. Sheriff says they're investigating this as a politically motivated hate crime. The price of gas is soaring, with AAA reporting the national average price for a regular jumped again overnight to $4.52 a gallon. That's too much for this Michigan man. And that's crazy that people can't even get to their jobs. People can't get to their jobs. How are they supposed to feed their family? Something needs to happen. Something's not right. California drivers are getting hit hardest with prices there now topping six bucks a gallon on average. Employees of Starbucks who don't have access to abortion services near their home will get help paying for travel. Brad Ford reports. Starbucks is planning to cover travel expenses for workers seeking access to abortion services. As Seattle Coffee Giant announced, it'll provide the travel benefit to all U.S. employees who are looking to access abortion services and gender confirmation procedures if they aren't available within 100 miles of a worker's home. The benefit will also be available to the dependents of employees who are enrolled in Starbucks' health care plan. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. about rated r safety show from feature story news in riga latvia i'm chris jones around 260 ukrainian forces many of which are seriously injured have been evacuated from the azov style steel plant in mariupol the finnish president is visiting sweden as the two nordic countries prepare to submit their applications to nato poland is helping ukraine to export grain in a bid to revive food export routes and the uk is setting out legislation to override parts of the northern ireland protocol 
Safety never sounded so terrible. Rated R Safety More voters are making their voices heard today. Five states are holding primary elections, and at least three could play a role in which party controls Congress after the midterms in November. Pennsylvania, North Carolina, and Kentucky are all filling Senate seats. The government is now offering more free COVID tests. The White House will make it official today. This is the third round available after the first shipped out in January and the second in March. The website covidtest.gov is already taking new orders to send out eight tests per home address. This comes as COVID cases have soared 60% in the past two weeks, with hospitalizations up 23%. A study from the United Kingdom could provide answers on a hepatitis outbreak that sickened many kids around the world. Brian Shook has more. A top World Health Organization official who focuses on the liver disease says the study will look at the relation between that and adenovirus. That person says it'll help determine a possible link between the two. More than 100 children across the U.S. have come down with the mysterious form of hepatitis as of May 5th. Those numbers come from 25 states and territories. More than half also came down with adenovirus. Five have died. I'm Brian Shook. Huntsville, Alabama is the best place to live in the U.S. This according to U.S. News and World Report's latest rankings. More from Mark Mayfield. The fastest growing city in northeast Alabama jumped two spots from last year. Colorado Springs, Colorado is second on this year's list, followed by Green Bay, Wisconsin, Boulder, Colorado, and San Jose, California. The rankings of the nation's 150 most populous metro areas are based on affordability, desirability, and quality of life. I'm Mark Mayfield. Taylor Swift fans are making a last-ditch effort to see her speak to NYU's class of 2022 tomorrow. Some graduates are reportedly being offered hundreds for their seats. The singer will also be receiving an honorary doctorate degree. I'm Michael Kastner. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves, only on Safety FM. So do you feel like you're missing out on what everyone is starting to do now, that live streaming thing, and you don't know where to start or what to do? I have the resource and the information to provide to you in regards on how you can stream onto 40 social media platforms all at one time. Yes, that's 44-0 social media platforms all at one time. All you'll need to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's O-N-E. So just in case, and you'll be able to start live streaming just like you're hearing people starting to do right now up to 40 social media platforms. This is safety training, old, stale, and hacked. This is safety trainer, still preaching, and warped version of behavior-based safety. How about safety training that actually addresses your hazards in your workplaces and is not standardized baloney from 25 years ago? Contact the Safety Wars team at safetywars.com or call Jim Polzel at 845-269-5772. Remember, if you're receiving this message, you are the solution to unsafe workplaces. Well, you might be like me and heard all these terms and we're not 100% sure on what they meant. Things is mining, blockchain, the Internet of Things. Well, I will tell you, we here at Safety FM have partnered up with a company that will explain this to you and will also have conversations to inform you on how you might have the potential of making passive income by being involved with this. All you need to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. They'll discuss blockchain. What exactly is mining? What is cryptocurrency? And what is the Internet of Things? To find out more information, go to safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. That's safetyfm.com forward slash iHub. And don't forget to mention that Jay Allen sent you. Okay, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. So mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Underwear always comes first. Name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole or you have to start all over. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and left with bunny ears. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. 
Two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat, and apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable, but how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. We are live outside the home of Joe and Rosie Goddard, where a pretty big tickle fight broke out just minutes ago. Sources say their father instigated the laughter. Let's go inside for a comment. (laughs) Apparently, they have no comment. Dads, let this be a reminder that it only takes a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. Look for FAST. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. S, speech difficulty. T, time to call 911 immediately. Know the sudden signs. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. You are listening to something magical. (laughs) You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. Okay, there you go. Currently 17 minutes past the top of the hour as you and I are hanging out on this lovely Tuesday, getting to do all the things that we're doing together. Uh, So there you go. Um, A lot of stuff going on inside of the world of the news. We paid close attention to what we had going on and what we're talking about. And all of that. So let's get into more of it and let's start talking about what is going on inside of the world of the hit list. So here we go. Anyways, an Illinois high school student has set the record for the youngest American woman to uh, to summit Mount Everest. Lucy Westlake from Naperville, Illinois, made it to the made it to the peak on Friday. It's not her first major record either. Um, when she was 17, she reached the highest point in all 50 states. This is according to People Magazine. So there you go. You got to go and you want to set it and you go, 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 go. And um, I guess that's just really the way that it goes. Um, you just set it, you set it and you forget it and you make the thing happen. So good for you. Good for you for making that one. Anyways, here's um, how pointless uh, Europe's energy and sanctions on Russia are. The European Commission announced on Monday that, uh, that procedures that, uh, that, that energy companies can follow to legally circumvent the sanctions and import Russian natural gas. It's not a bureaucratic uh, showmanship about how Russia gets paid and by what banks. Um, but ultimately, Russia is still generating near record income from the natural gas exports. In other words, tell me that uh, this isn't a government operation. I mean, I'm just saying just some stuff to think about. If there's a way to circumvent it and you're still able to do it, I mean, what the hell are we talking about when it's all said and done? Seriously, just one things to think about. Safety in a way never heard of before. Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so now take a listen to this one. Now I'm pissed. Police in Washington State are investigating the managers of Arby's uh, for urinating into a bag of milkshake mix. It gets worse. Not only did um, this uh, douchebag film the act, cops also discovered a video because they seized his phone as part of the child pornography investigation. The Huntington uh, Post reports that uh, the weirdo says that he threw out the bags after um, um, he did his deed, after he did his his wee-wee, I guess, inside of there, which uh, he gave him uh, sexual gratification. So homeboy over here decided that um, peeing inside of a mixture bag of um, milkshake mix would be a good idea and allegedly threw it away. Um, and I mean, I would say that he allegedly peed in it, but if, uh, if the cops are saying that this is what occurred, there's probably a good chance they have some video evidence of it. So what do you think about that the next time you're enjoying uh, your next favorite milkshake? Oops. 
Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, some animals just love the city. Apparently, in January, officials in San Diego had to rescue a sea lion that made its way onto the freeway. It was taken to SeaWorld. Hey, I guess that's one place to go. Um, but now the same sea lion was spotted in a storm drain that uh, couldn't uh, that could have taken it uh, to the same spot on the freeway in the first whether they first found veterinarians are also studying the animal to try to figure out the reason for its hijinks so there you go the animal keeps on trying to escape to get to the same spot what do you think um what do you think that that's going on here i mean it, it's one of those weird ones you know you could sit here and go um is he simulating that something will happen if he gets to that spot i mean i don't know it's always such a weird time uh when we start having those conversations that is for sure. Anyways, with that being said, I think we are close enough in time to go ahead and bring in some John Smalls and let us know what's going on inside of the Market Beat. Here's your Market Beat Minute for Tuesday, May 17th, 2022. Equities wobbled at the start of the week as traders prepare for a round of important data and earnings reports. Data in the form of retail sales will dominate the news Tuesday and is expected to show the impacts of inflation. The economists are expecting retail sales to accelerate on a sequential basis, but at a tepid 1.1% rate. At this pace, the volume of sales is falling quickly on a year-over-year basis, and price increases are only barely keeping up. Eventually, the balance will tip and retail activity will enter a recession. On the earnings front, reports from a number of retailers like Walmart, Target, Home Depot, and Lowe's are on deck and could alter the market outlook. These are the four horsemen of pandemic spending and have been market leaders up until now. If their results show weakness or a weakened outlook, the broader market is likely to fall along with them. You can get the inside track in your inbox at marketbeatminute.com. Okay, thank you, Johnny Smalls, for that one, letting us know what exactly is going on in the world of the market that's going on out there that is for sure so stocks were flat on monday with the dow up picking up just 26 points west texas intermediate and brent crude are slowly ticking back up both um, exceeding 110 dollars a barrel on monday so you know that you we're, we're not gonna love that um in that particular regard let's just be realistic because we now are hearing what is going on with the price of fuel so there you go uh so in case you missed it, let's talk about it. The price of gas is going up. A AAA report says that the national average of the price of regularly regular jumped again overnight by, uh, well, about to $4.52. That's too much. This is according to what a Michigan man had to say. And that's crazy that people can't even get to their jobs. People can't get to their jobs. How are they supposed to feed their family? Something needs to happen. Something's not right. So California drivers are hit the hardest with the prices now um, popping a little over $6 a gallon on average. So just some things to think about as you are going around. So I have to ask the question, um, because what does this make you want to do? Uh, Does this make you um, not want to do as many things as you might have been doing? I mean, I don't know. Are you staying home more because of this? I, I don't know. I, do, I just don't know. I mean, the price of fuel is outrageous. Um, of course, I've been uh, I've been hanging out on the interwebs, and of course, the conspiracy theorists are out there um, saying, you know, the fuel the fuel prices are so high because how else would you sell an electric car? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's it's kind of funny when you start hearing that stuff out loud. It's oh, who knows. <laughs> We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so take a listen to this one. FDA expected to authorize a COVID booster for 5 to 11-year-olds. The FDA is expected to authorize a COVID booster shots for kids ages between 5 and 11, possibly before the end of the day. Mark Mayfield has more information. The booster would be from Pfizer and its partner, BioNTech. A CDC advisory panel is set to meet on Thursday. It would then fall to the agency's director, Dr. Rochelle Walensky, to make a determination. Individuals 12 and older are currently eligible for a booster if they're at least five months removed from getting their second dose. I'm Mark Mayfield. Okay, so I don't know in what world you live in that um, 
before the end of the day is Thursday because uh, today's Tuesday. I don't, I don't know what the hell happened there. Uh, so let's continue talking a little bit more about some other things that are going on. So you have heard about this. So let's talk a little bit more about it. Abbott announces the FDA consent to cease to bid to resume baby formula production. Yeah, that's correct. There you go. There may be some uh, some light at the end of the tunnel when it comes to the ongoing baby formula shortage. Abbott, the company with a uh, with a shuttered with a shuttered plant in Michigan, has entered into the consent to see decree along with FDA and the bid of the restart the production at the facility. Every step of the way, we uh, have an obligation to watch to make sure that the problems have been rectified and that the formula will be safe. Okay, that's FDA's uh, Commissioner Dr. Robert uh, Califf on the Today Show. The court, uh, the court must approve the plant initial requirements to restart the plant uh, for it to must be met. Uh, when that happens, the facility could come back online within two weeks. However, it's estimated the various uh, products made by Abbott won't be available on the shelves until six to eight weeks from the time that the plant once again um, gains operation. So hold on. I mean, let's let's just kind of do some math here. If we knew automatically that, that there was a, a shortage and there was a shutdown, and this was kind of one of the major providers of this stuff, uh, did nobody say, "Hey, let's make a plan. Let's um, let's do some things." I mean, in retrospect, it's pretty easy. It's pretty easy. I can sit here in a you know Monday morning quarterback this whole thing. Not not a problem there. But you know, yeah, you have to take a look at it and ask some questions. That is for sure. Anyways, let's take a listen to this one. (laughs) Congressional subcommittee to hold a UFO hearing. Yes, you're hearing me correctly there. House subcommittee uh, holds a public hearing today on the topic of UFOs or unidentified aerial phenomenon. It's being led by Democratic Congressman uh, Andre um, Carson of Indiana. Take a listen. About 2 to 6% of these sightings are unexplained. Uh, we were ruling out weather balloons, drones, aircraft, natural phenomena. So we want to explore those things that can't be identified and that may pose a risk to our national security. Uh, this will be the first time that uh, such open congressional hearing in more than 50 years. The public portion will then be uh, to be followed by a closed, unplugged, closed doors, uh, classified briefing. So there you go. So just in case, if you were wondering if you were, you know, watching a Philip K. Dick movie, um, that might be one of those things that are going on or reading one of his novels. Uh, that is for sure. If you don't know who he is, you might want to take a look into that because it might bring you some weird joy in kind of a strange kind of way um, as we are talking. Anyways, um, let's talk a little bit more as you have been hearing and going around and about. Well, there's some things going on. Uh, let's talk about what is going on inside of the world of Twitterverse because that's what's going to happen here. Musk says that fake accounts could uh, sink the Twitter deal. Elon Musk now says that his deal to buy Twitter won't move forward until he knows how many fake accounts are on the social media platform. Rory O'Neill reports. Elon Musk is demanding proof of Twitter's claim that less than 5% of their accounts are fake. Some analysts believe up to 20% of the accounts are bogus, four times what's claimed in Twitter's corporate filings. In an overnight tweet, Musk said the Twitter CEO publicly refused to show proof about the fake accounts, saying, quote, this deal cannot move forward until he does. I'm Rory O'Neill. So let's think about this real quick. So... I'm not sure on how that actually works in regards of the fake accounts inside of there. So let's start off with that. But this tells you automatically that there is a price point per the amount of people that have an account that's on that network. Because if all of a sudden this is a um, a, a deal breaker that, okay, we're saying now from 5% to 20%, which I get because all of a sudden you just know that uh, – one-fifth of everything you got going on is a bunch of uh, of malarkey. We'll put it in, in the clean format of malarkey. Then what do you do? Do you go, um, well, it doesn't make a lot of sense to, um, to move forward. Is he doing the right thing? Or are people going to be out there saying, well, he never really planned on buying it in the first place? I don't know. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think about the whole thing? There is um, some stuff to think about as we are talking about this. 
I I just don't know what's going to be the next thing in the event, in the theory, in, in this particular sample of what's going on. But anyways, we could probably sit here and talk about Twitter all day if we wanted to. But there's other social media platforms out there. Uh, if you want to, let us know on Call In Radio. What is your favorite social media platform? And you can do that by going to callinradio.com. Yeah, that's callinradio.com. Anyways, I think we're far enough in that um, we can go ahead and do that thing that we do that we call our main story. So let's go ahead and get that started right now. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. Oh, you know, there's so many times that we sit back and we enjoy what we are doing together that we we sit down and we go, okay, let's cover a, a topic of conversation. Let's cover a topic that maybe, maybe um, might make sense. Um, maybe it won't make sense. Maybe it is, uh, you know, a, a level of things that might confuse some. So let's talk about this today. Because there's so many different aspects on how you can look at this. Have you ever heard this term, context switching? Well, have you? I mean, think about it for a moment. If you haven't, it's okay. Because this is where, um, you know, moi will come in and we'll, we'll share some of that information together. It's kind of a simple process. So let's talk about what exactly context switching is. The reason that I mentioned this, well, you know what I'm going to say next, because this is what part of the title is. So we have to talk about it. So context switching happens when your schedule is either too full or too many things uh, to work on or too empty, not enough surface structure to stay focused. Habits, um, most of us um, have have the habit of task switching through um, how we use work tools like email or chat. So does that make sense? Does that give an example? I can go a little bit further if you want. Suppose multiple processes are stored in the process control bank. One is the process is running the state to execute the task with a CPU as the process is running, and another process arrives ready in queue, which has a high priority of completing its task by using the CPU. Okay, that one could be a little bit confusing there. So um, let's change it up and let's go with it. What is context switching at work? Maybe that's a that's an easier format of talking about it. From a human workforce perspective, context switching is the process of stopping work in one project and picking it back up after performing a different task on a different project. Um, so that way you kind of can go back and forth. So we're not going to call it multitasking because by far that is not it um it is not multitasking so let's not make let's make sure that we're clear here kind con- safety context switching is what we want to talk about today so as we go through this process and we talk about this i want you to think about this for just one brief moment how often do you have something developed or have a program inside of your workforce where all of a sudden something goes awry yes awry inside of your work organization and things change so you have a priority of doing this as part of your safety program and all of a sudden boom everything changes because something well we won't say worse but something different occurred so all of a sudden your safety priorities even though we'll claim that it's always people all of a sudden has now changed because of this context. Something new has come about. Something that you have switched off from to go to another thing. Now, here's here's the gig. As we talk about this, what do we look at? What do we go and say, does this make sense? So what are some of the most common reasons for context switching is maybe something to talk about. It's the time slice that is, that's allowed. It's a thread of higher priority that has become ready to run. And all of a sudden we devalue, yes, devalue one of the aspects of what we're working on. And then all of a sudden we go, okay, a running thread needs to start with this because this has now become the priority. Now, the fun part here as we're talking about this, and you're going to hear these terms more and more because it is almost exactly onto how a system 
And I'm going to be talking not system as in your safety system, but I'm going to talk about how a computer system, um, let's call it um, let's call it a multiplayer game, uh, on how it runs. And it's kind of interesting that when you start thinking about software engineering on how these things almost go hand in hand. And I'm not going to say that our brain is a computer because that's not what I want to confuse people with. But when we start taking a look at it, it's almost how our safety systems run inside of our organizations, where we have context switching, not only when it comes to the world of safety, but it also comes to the world of a lot of the things that we do. And we can call it prioritizing. We can change up some of the names on however we want to do it. But when you start taking a look at it and you start really thinking about it, you go, where does this make the most sense to do? So do you see this this practice of safety context switching occurring a lot inside of your organization? And if you do, what is the main reason behind it? And if you don't, well, is that good or bad? Because what is the priority currently inside of your organization? Is context switching something that you would be willing to have the discussion about with people inside of your organization? And listen, I know that things change. I know that things, uh, you know, a lap change, move forward, all that kind of fun stuff. But at the same time, too, at what point do you say, okay, this is a priority um, in our organization opposed to what we were working on before or vice versa? The funny part is that when you start taking a look at context switching when it comes to to how us humans do it, context switching is our tendencies to shift from one unrelated task to another. So this is according to the American Psychological Association. Switching refers to the change in our mental control setting when we move from uh, when we move to a new task. So how applicable how applicable is that to your system? Think about it. There's so many weird things when we start thinking about some of the stuff. And I know, and I know, and I know, and I know as I talk about this, there has been a lot of stuff that we have been talking about lately between our different network of shows here when it comes to the psychological side of what we do. And I think that it's so important for us to have that conversation. Listen, we're not going that far off of the realm of safety. If you start thinking about some of this stuff, as we are, as we talk about it, you'll see the whole blend of things of on how it works, on how some of these anomalies do tend to um all tie in together. It's kind of a it's kind of a weird spot, a good spot, but a weird spot when it all comes and it's all said and done. Just think about it in that fashion as we are talking today. Anyways, but then again, what the hell do I know? You know, I'm just a guy here behind a microphone. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the home of real safety talk. You are listening to Safety FM. We'll be right back. So do you feel like you're missing out on what everyone is starting to do now? That live streaming thing and you don't know where to start or what to do. I have the resource and the information to provide to you in regards on how you can stream onto 40 social media platforms all at one time. Yes, that's 44-0 social media platforms all at one time. All you'll need to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's O-N-E. So just in case, and you'll be able to start live streaming just like you're hearing people starting to do right now up to 40 social media platforms. Hamilton was adopted from a rescue in 2008. He really likes to be around people. I get out my mat and I'm doing a downward dog and he's underneath. He's quite the pug about town. He gets invited to a lot of parties. He knows he's a pretty big deal. Look at this little face. I mean, you know, I love him. Hamilton the Pug, Instagram star and shelter pet. Amazing adoption stories start in shelters. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States and the Ad Council. You make sure his toys don't have any sharp edges. You taught her what to do when the smoke alarm goes off. You do so much to keep your child safe. But are you using the right car seat for your child? Car crashes are a leading killer of children ages 1 to 13. 
Protect your child's future at every stage of life. For information on the right seat for your child, visit safercar.gov slash the right seat. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2min2x.org to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. I'm a retired school psychologist, and helping people was my thing. After my stroke, when Meals on Wheels started, I was on the other end of the stick, so to speak. My name is Julius Gaines, creative writer, poet, photographer. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Do you have a claim and not sure where to turn? Coastal Claim Consultants are professionally licensed and bonded public insurance adjusters employed exclusively by you, the policyholder, to represent you after sustaining an insured loss. They assist policyholders in all aspects of processing the claim, working closely with the insured to provide the most equitable and timely settlement possible. They will provide you with comprehensive service, anything from inspecting the law site, analyzing damages, compiling claim support data, reviewing applicable coverages, assessing replacement costs of damages, and negotiating your settlement. The adjusters at Coastal Claim Consultants will evaluate your claim for no upfront cost whatsoever. Coastal Claim Consultants' fee is based on contingency contracts and are paid when the insurance company sends you a check and it's in your possession. Coastal Claim Consultants are licensed to assist you in the following states. Florida, Texas, Oklahoma, Georgia, and South Carolina. South Carolina. For more information, go to coastal-cc.com. That's coastal-cc.com. For more information, lighting the way to recovery. Coastal Claim Consultants. Let's see, 42 minutes past the top of the hour. This is You're In Too Deep. Hey now. This is Vicky Vox. Songs readily available on Spotify and iTunes. There you go. Thanks to Vicky Vox with You're In Too Deep for allowing us to play this here on the Rated R Safety Show. So, 43 minutes past the top of the hour. You know, it's still the lovely Tuesday that we all want it to be, so we got time to do that stuff. We got time to move and groove and do all the fun stuff. So with that being said, let's start talking. Let's start talking about the most important thing that I will ever, ever, did I say ever, tell you. And let me tell you about it right now. Let me tell you about my friends at the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Whether you have struggled with suicide yourself or have lost a loved one, know that you're not alone. Hear about personal experiences from people in your local communities whose lives have been impacted by suicide and depression. To find out more information, all you have to do is call 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. Or text the word TALK to 741-741. That's all you have to do. Or you can go to their website at AFSP.org. Listen, there's all kinds of stuff on that website. Anything from real stories, how to get help, how to make a difference, how to join a local chapter, and learn the facts about what is going on with this all-important subject. Listen, I will tell you, this is not going to be something that you hear me talk about because it's a specialty month about talking about this. This is something that you'll hear me talk about all the time. Even if you were just hanging with me, 
and we were doing absolutely nothing else besides this kind of uh, chit-chatting and doing our thing, we will talk about this because I think it's so important. Now, I don't know how familiar you are with the band Metallica, but over the weekend, James Hetfield, and just to give you a perfect example, the lead singer of Metallica was talking about his mental his his mental health on stage in in a concert and how you know how it has affected him and i think that if we can normalize some of these conversations going forward it will be so important and listen it is one of those things that we need to talk about and i mean he is i mean if you look at it from his superstar status in regards of the band that he fronts most people wouldn't expect that but I think it's important that um, that he did do that and that he was willing to have that discussion. So I think it's important for us to do so as well. Anyways, let's continue talking about some other things that are going on inside of this world of ours because there's so many things that are happening. So let's start, let's t- start talking about it from the very top. Uh, some of your beeswax, and let's talk about this. Now we're all into no mo may. Yeah, no mo may. Uh, when, it's, when it's suggested that we, that we not cut our grass to allow flora to grow, it gives bees, butterflies, and beetles better um, access to nectar early in the year. It's time to start um, thinking about that next excuse to skip your yard work for environmental reasons of course that's right it's your annual reminder that uh that we should be just leave those things like dandelions be don't mow them even after the end of may don't um don't be digging them up and for goodness sakes do not treat them with chemicals why well it's for the bees again roger krull from halifax honeybee societies backs the uh, backs up the comments of many social medias who pointed out the dandelions are an important source of food for bees emerging after a long winter of hibernation and you know that bees have had enough time lately so you know, let's let's we what we can do to so we can give them a them that all important help so these days experts are are telling us not to rake our leaves in the fall not to mow our grass in the spring and to leave dandelions alone what a wonderful time to be alive you know you know what i'm saying and then the other side of the equation of course turns out like this it turns out that um, our neighborhood is full of environmentalists because you know everybody and their brother is jumping on with this thing all together seriously Bringing you information you never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. So let's talk about that smart fold. Yes, I did talk about the smart fold. By now, you've seen those foldable smartphone screens from manufacturers like LG, Samsung, and Microsoft. And you might be thinking uh, of them from an engineering marvel allowing a screen that is twice the size of a phone when it's in your pocket or purse. But until now, most foldable have, um, have only bent in one direction either inwards or outwards, but last week LG showed off an 8-inch screen that claims that it allows the users to fold the phone in a full 360 axis. Yep, it folds both ways. A flexible display could help make um, folding smarts more, more versatile without the need of an extra screen. In what LG calls the comfortable and cutting-edge user experience, the company says the screen is capable of withstanding 200,000 folds before showing off signs of wear. No word yet on when this will become available, but it shows that companies believe that foldable phones could be um, a lot bigger in the future, if you pardon my pun there. While smartphones are like just like vaccines, just when you when you get the latest one, the newest one comes out. This is a new development, definitely gives them a bit more, um, you know, a, a bit more, well, we'll, we'll call it a, a flexibility. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. But you know how this is. I mean, and let's just be realistic, and I'm not trying to be a jerk. Until Apple jumps onto this bandwagon of the foldable phones, I think it's still going to be a market that is going to be very niche. Um, don't get me wrong. I love Apple as much as the next version, but I think that until they say, okay, we're going to do an iPhone like that, um, it's going to be one of those things that you're not going to see tons of people with them. 
That's kind of how it works out. Anyways, let's talk about some brain candy real quick. Do you love the taste of sour candies? Then you might uh, be an extrovert. Yes, at least that's what uh, a survey found of 2,000 candy lovers is telling us. Conducted by the Jelly Belly Candy Company, the survey by one poll digs deeply into the theory that the person's preferences for certain sweets says a lot about their personalities. Um, and besides being extroverted, 59% of people who love sour candies also identified themselves as more um, eccentric, 53%. Uh, 50% were funny, and uh, sarcastic was 51%. Chocolate lovers tend to describe themselves as optimistic, 76%, and shy, 67%. And fans of mints were also likely to say that they were thoughtful, 78%. Other results are 79% of cherry candy lovers identify themselves as introverts. People who um, eat candy every day are more likely to identify themselves as night owls instead of early birds, 43% versus 17%. Sour candy lovers also tend to identify themselves as honest as 69%. Cherry candy lovers are more likely to um, to be the uh, be dog people while buttered popcorn lovers uh, favor cats. I'm not sure about extroverted, um, but I do know that sour candy lovers are wrong. But when it comes to the things of being right, it's literally anyone who doesn't love chocolate. So I don't know. A lot of stuff to think about there, and that can put you into the multiverse of madness if you really start thinking about it. Anyways, it's time to bring in Johnny Smalls once again and let him tell us about what's going on inside of the Motivation Minute. The Motivation Minute is courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. Today's quote was submitted by John. Paulo Colo said, When we strive to become better than we are, everything around us becomes better too. I like this. It's like the old saying, the high tide rises all the boats. If you do things to improve your life, it can help others too. For example, if you're reading a good book and others notice it, they may be tempted to read that book as well. When the things you're doing begin to pay off, other people will notice and they may follow suit as well. It's a great thing to influence people to better themselves. And it's even better if they were influenced by you because you have bettered yourself. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of InsuranceChicken.com. They're known for insurance quotes. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at MotivationMinute.org. Your Wellness Minute is brought to you by AlessaMorgan.com. You heard about the role that mindset plays in most things we do. And a new study confirms that your mindset impacts your physiology in profound ways, including your response to stress, nutrition, and exercise. Quality peer-reviewed research is teaching us that what we know and believe about a given event in life, whether it is stress or exercise or even nutrition, significantly impacts the effects of this event will have on our mind and body. There is no escaping the laws of physics and physiology, but our mindset nonetheless profoundly shapes the direction that a given health practice or even food has on us. This has real implications for choosing the nutritional, exercise, and general health practices that are going to be best for you. The data is very clear. Mindset and understanding of mechanisms matters. For additional information on wellness, check out alessamorgan.com. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Oh, yes, entertainment is part of what's supposed to happen around here, so there you go. Anyways, let's take a look at what some news stories are that might be popping in as we... um. As we are talking of, what is this? Chicago mayor sets early citywide weekend curfew. Chicago is expanding its weekend curfew for minors after uh, a spat of violence. Um, and St. Louis is considering a similar move in Chicago, um, as Chicago is doing. In Chicago, it had been set at 11 p.m., but Mayor Lori Lightfoot announcing a change. I'm signing an executive order to move that curfew back on weekends to 10 p.m. The mayor says that this will be uh, in place uh, for the foreseeable future of the Millennium Park, where teens was shot and killed by an unaccompanied minor to our, our band after 6 p.m. Thursdays through Saturdays, the ACLU is objecting to the move, arguing that it punishes the entire group of people for the actions of a few. In St. Louis, the city leaders are considering uh, downtown curfews after the gunman opened fire at a crowd of teenagers on Sunday night. So there you go. Some things that are going on inside of there what else do we have um 
going on real quick. Let's take a look around. Um, <laughs> let's do this one. Let's do this one just real quick. Uh, Utah birth rate declines. Utonians, uh, Utanians, or whatever the hell they call themselves, are having fewer babies um, than ever before. P- um, Peter Reichman of the Utah Foundation says that it's hard for the state's birth rate to um, to get back to where it was in 2008. It's getting harder to have and raise kids. It's getting more expensive to do that. The world is a more complicated place in so many ways. Okay, there you go. Uh, Reichman says the birth rates are declining around the United States, but Utah's birth rates have dropped faster than the rest of the country. Utah still leads the U.S. when it comes to the birth uh, used to lead the U.S. when it comes to birth rates. Um, but the state has fallen um, from the 21st place per thousands residents in 2008 to 14th per thousands now. So there you go. So there you go. So 14 births to 21 births per every thousand. So that, I mean, that's a drop. Um, so I don't know. Is that a good place to be? Uh, there's a lot of questions uh, to be asking. That is for sure. Anyways, currently 55 minutes past the top of the hour. So let's get into some other stuff. No winner for Friday night's mega million drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $112 million jackpot or a $64.9 million cash payout. So if you want to play the game, you're more than welcome on doing so what else do we have going on let's talk about some birthdays do we want to talk about birthdays now let's talk about some things that happened back on this day let's talk about the 19 let's see let's see 1973 the u.s senate begins to televise the hearings of watergate investigation these of course um impelled richard uh, president richard nixon resignation from the office so there you go uh so that's what happened back in 1973 anyways we're looking for some birthdays for today let's talk about some of those jill duggar diller turns 31 ross butler 32 nikki reed 34 Jamie Prasciacco uh, turns 36. Uh, Derek Ruff turns 37. Matt Ryan, 37. Passenger uh, turns 38. He's a rock singer, just in case. Tony Parker turns 40. Candace Burris turns 46. Jordan Knight, 52. Enya turns 61. And Sugar Ray Leonard, he turns 66 today. If you're looking for some reasons to celebrate, well, I think I might have some of those for you. And they go like this. National Cherry Cobbler Day. National Pack Rat Day. National Walnut Day. World Informational Society Day. Informational Society? Uh, World Baking Day. World Hypertension Day. Hey, I might, I might have some of that hypertension stuff. Um, and International Minecraft Day. By the way, if you ever get bored, you should look up the size of the Minecraft um, map. Boy, is that a... A sight for sure, eyes for sure. Anyways, at the top of the hour, I will be going over to RadioBig.fm. If you want to come out and hang out with me, we'll be doing music and all kinds of fun stuff. So you're more than welcome on coming out and hanging out. Uh, what else do we have? If you need a random joke for today, love is grand, divorce is um, 100 grand. So there you go. Um, if you need a phone starter, try this. What saying do the kids today will never understand? A penny for your thoughts? You, sh- um, you sound like a broken record. If you need uh, something for the water cooler, try this question today. In a poll asking what's, what smells reminds people of their childhood, freshly cut grass came in at number one. Certain meals cooking was second. What was number three? It was crayons. Or at least it wasn't markers, you know what I'm saying? So there you go. So anyways, that kind of rounds it all up for us. Thanks for coming out, hanging out, with, and seeing what we had going on here today on the Rated R Safety Show. If you want to, you can still hang out with us here on Safety FM by hanging out on the radio station side of the house. If not, you can go to our other station that focuses mostly on music. Now, keep in mind, Safety FM focuses on things of all aspects of safety. We're radio big. Um does kind of focus a little bit more on the music-centric side of the world. So there you go. Anyways, thank you for taking a listen because without you, we cannot do what we do around here because you are the most important part of Safety FM and Radio Big, and that is the listener. If I can't give you um, a thought for today, here's what I got. Time is precious. Waste it wisely. I know who you are. Duh. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. 
The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.